Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita with Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Sofa Home. We've got tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today, so let's get started. Today is episode 72, Outdoor Party Ideas. Are you ready to party, girls? I am born to party. (laughs) Born ready to party. I didn't hear any woohoo. Yes, we're ready. Okay. Okay. Well, before we begin, um, we're just going to pause, put a little pause on our party for just a minute because Kelly, I just want you to tell everybody about your great news. Well, I wouldn't say we're pausing the party. We're starting the party with (laughs) something really exciting. Right. Uh, Right. right. It's a book launch party outside. (laughs) Well, it's so, you guys, it's so surreal um, <laughs> that I have a book coming out on the 19th. and A beautiful uh, book coming out. We've Thank mm-hmm. you. It's, oh, it is got a beautiful. little preview. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've been seeing the photos all along and it's just oh. going to be stunning. It's been quite a wonderful experience. I really enjoyed it, but I have to share with our listeners, our close friends, listeners, and you guys, I'm a little nervous. Um, We'll see what happens on the 19th, you know, just having this thing come out into the world and actually holding in my hand is going to be kind of... um, It's like having a baby. Exciting and odd (laughs) all together. But yeah, it's it's been really great. It's about uh, floral design. So it's My Soulful Home, A Year in Flowers. So I go through all about flowers and how you can grow cutting flowers and how more so how you can preserve cut flowers in your house and uh, intertwine with different stories. Uh, And then we go into 12 tutorials or I go into 12 tutorials, uh, one for each month and sort of going along with the month and the seasons that you can do pedal by pedal, or you can use as a springboard to other ideas. And so it will be available um, on Amazon and a few other places and maybe some- Like my blog. Uh, like, <laughs> we'll like some, do some- mm-hmm. big bloggers and mm-hmm. friends. Yes, <laughs> we'll be featuring it for sure. Features. Oh, it's beautiful. And I have to say, Kelly- I would just hate you so much if you weren't like like one of my very best friends in the whole world. <laughs> because oh, thank you, you I think. <laughs> uh, yeah. Your picture, you are so beautiful. It hurts. She is. It no, hurts. they're just it's Southern it California totally has hurts. really good lighting. So that- oh, <laughs> well, you yeah, you Kelly, look beautiful. Oh, thank you. the pictures are gorgeous and the picture the yeah, I was going to say you're just about as pretty as all of your um arrangements that you've done because it is gorgeous. So look oh. for the book with the picture of beautiful Kelly on the front. You all and are so supportive. Gorgeous. Thank you so much. And we're so uh, proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. Yes, we are. Oh, all right. I'm so That's, excited for Anita you. has something exciting going on. She too. does. Anita, talk about oh, your exciting well, thing. Well, I'm in this, I'm in the Dash and Albert rug design challenge. So I really need your votes because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Uh, They've selected 14 blogger designers, and we all got to design three rugs for this competition. And the 10 rugs with the most votes are going to be made into real Dash and Albert rugs. So I, and I am falling behind. So I really, really need your votes. And they're beautiful. And it's really easy to vote. You just go to the Annie Silky uh, um, Instagram and you just like Anita's designs. There are three of them. 
Right. So when you go on the Annie Silk Instagram account, there's a bunch of designs. They put mine in first. So, so when you're looking on the on the Annie Silk, mine show up last, actually. So if you go scroll down to the bottom, it's the last They three. saved so, the best for last. Oh, well, thanks. Well, So there's a grain <laughs> sack design, a fleur-de-lis, and there's one that's a quote. So yeah, that's I, I love it. I love mm-hmm. all three of them. There's mm-hmm. also different, too. It really... Gorgeous, gorgeous. Oh, thanks. I, I would like them to make them into rugs. Selfishly, I would like one of oh. those rugs. So I'm thinking. <laughs> so yes, I really yes. need the votes. So please come out. All right, go. Let's vote for our Anita. Okay. So, yeah, and we'll put it, uh, the that. link in the show notes so you can easily oh, good do idea. that. Thank you. Thank good you idea. For supporting our Anita. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to switch gears on us, and we're going to start to party outside. Now, um, we're not. You can party outside. The themes can be you know, white tablecloths, linen, chandeliers, great crystal, or paper napkins, paper plates, and hot dogs. So the sky's the limit. It runs the gamut. And we're going to probably talk about somewhere in between those two. I'll start. I think if you're going to plan an outdoor party, now we're not just talking about dining al fresco, like every night. We're talking about literally having a fun party that you purposefully do. outside. I'm going to tell you to set a theme. I love oh, to party around idea. a theme. Do you get to dress up? Because I love to dress up. <laughs> well, you, it, it could be something dressy. Just, just a little nod to the theme. Mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. outfit. Mm-hmm. That's, a, mm-hmm. that's a great idea. We had, a, we had one huge party at our farm and the theme was the wildflowers because we had blue bonnets and that was the best year for blue bonnets. So, I mean, that's something too, if you if there's something seasonal, keep that in mind. If there's some reason that your yard might look better one time of year than another, that might kind of help you decide when to have it. So we had blue bonnets. It was in the spring and it was the best crop of blue bonnets we'd ever had. So it was a sea. So I put a long table in the sea of blue bonnets and it was so Ugh. beautiful. Yeah, those so- are the dream. I didn't really know you then mm-hmm. even, or certainly not. <laughs> or we definitely friends. would have been invited. Yeah, I definitely oh, would have been <laughs> I don't of get that evite. I will, yeah. I'm sure <laughs> I think that's, that must have just been uh, very surreal, beautifully surreal. Um, it was. It did. It seemed, field. and it was just such a wonderful time with friends, and the weather was nice. So that's so, yeah. So I agree. I think a theme is, I think a theme makes it more fun too. It kind of helps oh, you decide. What it helps you set out. your table, helps mm-hmm. you set your menu, yeah. your desserts. There's and, a focus. Like if you do any it. games, it helps you set that as well. And you know, we're taping this in the summer, but this doesn't have to be just for summer. It can be like right. you said, well, your spring is very warm where you are, Anita. But it really could be at any time of the year because even in the winter, we have um, fun outdoor um, parties that. Uh, sort of revolve around our big fire pit. Well, I I think what I would say about the, like you said, I agree, need, need to be mindful of, it doesn't have to just be in the summer. In right. fact, where I live in Houston, I think the summer is probably the worst time to have something outside. People here tend to have events outdoors more in the spring and the fall. So be mindful of that for your guests. Is, it, is the w- weather going to be a nice time of year? Whenever See, I, well, right now I'd never have something today. It's such a hot, humid day here and we get very humid, but I don't mind telling people bundle up. I mean, we, we were to a party, uh, in the late fall and they showed a movie on the side of their house and we were oh, all bundled fun. up and it was so fun. Yes. 
Yeah, a lot of fun. Um, let's start with the table. Do you have some tips for your outdoor party table? I've got some tips. Okay. I actually had some pretty ugly tables set up, those old kind that with the metal legs, mm-hmm. really ugly folding kind of ones. industrial ones. I think now they have the plastic folding tables, but these are the old heavy duty tables. Somebody gave me a bunch of them. And of course I took them because of course I need five of these large tables, right? <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> to put out Just your case. bonnet field. <laughs> right. So I stretched them end to end. So my tip is to cover it. So they were hideously ugly, but to cover them up, I used uh, drop cloths. So that's my oh. tip is to, because drop cloths are so much cheaper than tablecloths, so much cheaper than buying fabric. It's just the cheapest way to go, and it and looks so sturdy. clean and simple. You're right, mm-hmm. and it looks great. So, and you can get them in a pretty long size. So that's yeah. my tip. That's a and great tip. That is a great tip. And and today on my blog, I have how to bleach a drop cloth. So if you, oh, want this real- is all making sense. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> and this yeah. was not planned. Yeah. But yes, yeah. Um, so you can bleach them and get a pretty um. A bone color, not quite white, but a bone, a beautiful oh, bone how great. color. Another mm-hmm. idea on top of your uh, drop cloths, because I love that idea, uh, is to roll craft paper. You can buy those big rolls. And so you can just spread that out from one end to the other. And Oh, great idea. That's fun. It kind of keeps them clean. If you want to use your drop cloths again, if someone spilled some red wine or something, you might be able to save them. But it's also just adds another layer to your decor, like a runner. Uh, if you have littles at your party, they could color on it or, you know, people could write notes or if you're playing a, you know, a game later on, maybe somebody needs to keep score or something. So it's fun and functional. And I think it just and it, it adds another uh, aspect to the table. I, you know, and I use that just to totally cover my tables. If I do like a low country boil or a big crab bake mm. or crab boil, we just put all the food in big, big platters on the center of the table. And then everybody sort of picks at it and does their thing. You know, you sort of eat off the table Mm -hmm. and you just sort of put all your shells and everything into a pile. And then you just roll that table, that craft paper up and you just throw it all away. That's a great idea. That sounds Mm -hmm. so much easier. And if it's windy where you are, and I know sometimes Anita has Mm -hmm. said it's windy where Mm -hmm. she is, you can even skip the the tablecloth if you think, oh gosh, it's turning out to be such a windy day. Because sometimes that's such a nuisance. You you could get those little clips, but maybe they're not (laughs) the right size for the edge of the table, this and that. And then you could just do the paper runner if um, you can get away with that. Once everybody's seated and there's chairs around it, even if you don't like the legs of your table, you can probably get away with it. And then I would suggest if you do have the windy uh, wind kicking up, then you want to weight the the table, uh, the paper plates or the plates that you're using with something. So again, on theme, it could be a piece of fruit. If it's the fall, it could be an apple. You could even tuck in uh, a little place card into the the fruit or something like that, or a little mm. bowl of cherries Great in idea. each place. So everything is weighted down in case the Or if the it's the fall, up. like a little bowl of nuts and a mm-hmm. nutcracker. Yes. The, the beauty cute. of the drop cloth is though that it's very heavy. So they it are is heavy. not going to it's not going to fly away as easily mm-hmm. as some of the lighter tablecloths. Very true. true. I just used, I just point. made um, curtains for my porch for one end out of the drop cloths. And I was a little concerned, even though it's not too windy here, that they'd just be blowing all around. But I'll tell you, they don't. You're absolutely right. They are heavy. 
Right. And so for my centerpiece, I had mason jars filled with blue bonnet flowers all the way down the center mm, of the table. How pretty. How pretty. Something that easy. Mm-hmm. And that was part of my theme was the wildflowers. And some people in Texas think because it's a state flower, you cannot pick blue bonnets. But you can pick them if they're on your own property. You're just not supposed to go on state property and pick mm-hmm. them. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the yeah. authorities didn't come and take no, them No, and, and people were so, I know, people didn't understand that. But In the summertime, I like to use flowers from my garden. Uh, I just pick them again. I put them in mason jars or small. I have little tiny, they're, they're white. They almost look like miniature milk bottles. And I put them at each place and then down the center of the table. And where did you get these? Um, I got them online. So I put a link in our show notes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I I must have like a dozen of them because I just use them all the time. And so I think that if you have even herbs look beautiful, you know, flowers or herbs or like you were saying, just fruit. If you would just take a bunch of fruit and put it down the center of the table in the fall, that's really all that you need. Yeah, when you're thinking about, I'm picturing because it was Anita was mentioning those long tables. So I am in my mind as we're talking, picturing one long table. And I think if you're setting up like that, uh, you need to have small arrangements running down the table. You don't want any big things. You don't want one big one in the center. So then those two or four people can't see each other. So you want to have the littler arrangements and maybe some candles in between running down the whole table, but maybe you're setting up in different rounds or little conversation areas. And then you could do higher arrangements or go without arrangements, just put out some candles or even uh, tie some balloons. You know, it can be very simple, but elegant and whimsical. You can get a little away with a lot more whimsy outside, outside, right? It doesn't, you don't have to go to the flower mart and you don't have to, you know, spend a whole lot of money on the decorations. If you can shop your produce aisle. You can <laughs> yes. pick from your own garden. You can take branches from, you know, when I'm, I have been known to drag some branches home from a walk with Emmett that, that has happened to be sort of on the ground. I wonder what Emmett thinks of you. <laughs> why like, is this lady stopping at like people's garbage to- no. that are on the side of the road and rescuing all these little tables? And why are you guys bringing branches? Home? Exactly. You guys would laugh. The, the house around the corner, they had these lovely hedges. And I don't quite know why they cut them all down, but they cut them dramatically. It was a hard prune back. And oh, they were dear. all laying a on the cut. sidewalk, you know, in the little parkway <gasps> grass area. And I was like, I started to get, because I was doing my porch and mm-hmm. a redo. And mm-hmm. I thought, oh my gosh, these branches would be fabulous. Oh my gosh. So I'm picking, so the workers are there and they're eating their lunch like by their truck. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks like a good one. It's straight. Oh. And, it's like, and it's kind of fluffy. So I'm like, pick up a few of them and I'm just casually dragging them along. Like, oh. I'm just doing this for my dog. Like, I can just it. see you trying to be very stealthy and do it. probably thrilled. Four. They don't have to clean those up. You no, took them. I went back four times. Oh. <laughs> so I, I would wait like 15 minutes and I thought, oh, and then I was like, I got to go back one more time. Those guys are going to clean it up. Sure. They're probably posted some pictures of you on the internet somewhere making fun of you. 
Who is this oh crazy lady? Goodness. But I, I have them in a big galvanized bucket and they look fabulous. So, hey, you know, I mean, it's That's there right. on the ground. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I save them a little time. So look around for stuff like that. You can do a beautiful green monochromatic any time oh, yeah. of year. Yes, it works yes, in the yes. summer. It works in the fall. It works in the wintertime. And, um, oh, my goodness. it's There's so much texture in the greenery that that can be gorgeous on its, in its own. You don't need to spend a lot of money on flowers. Oh, well, we could just make this episode about outdoor tablescaping. <laughs> I oh, know. Oh. We need to stop We and do move have on. to move on no, because okay. well, there's one a more- lot more other than the table. All right. Well, one more thing, though. All right. Just one more. If you have little vases or little glasses, you could make the the flowers on each individual plate. And that's what I really mm-hmm. like to do that too. I do too. I love that. Charm, so, charm, and they can charm. just set it aside as they're eating, but okay. it looks really pretty down the table. Okay. Here's, <laughs> okay. Some, here's something funny. I just want to say, and this is overall, so it's not just tablescaping. I have a friend and she is the sweetest thing and she loves to host parties. She's from this big Greek family and that because like gazillions of them live around here and she's always throwing something and she's always the house that the school asks to have the benefit at and this and that and the other thing. And she's so, and she'll just say to me sometimes, I just wish I could be a bag of chips girl. Oh, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? I got like, it. I just I'm, wish uh, I I'm, could- I'm yeah. not the bag of chips girl. Yeah, we I are, wish I could be the bag of we chips. We are clearly girl. not bag of mm-hmm, chips girls, mm-hmm. and our listeners are probably not bag of chips girls. Yep. I'm, I'm like just certain. show up with a bag of well, chips. I just yeah. like open a bag of chips and yeah, be like, "Hey, come is. in my backyard. It's fine." Speaking I, of, I have wish chips. you weren't a bag of chips girl. I wish I was just saying, I wish I were a paper plate girl. Oh, my oh, life would be so much go. easier because I had this party, 50, 60 people. A normal person would have said, "This is too many people." To have no, a normal dishes. person would have it catered totally. <laughs> soup to oh, not. Well, I did. Oh, I did have it catered. Okay. I did have it catered, but a normal person would use paper plates. But I went to the store. I looked at them. I spent probably an hour there and I went up to the counter and I just walked away. I just left it there. I said, mm. I can't, I can't do Couldn't it. I bring yourself out. to do it. I no, know, but, but, you, mm-hmm. but you, but you kind of want to be a bag of chips girls, but come on, we don't really want to be bag of chips girls. And well, our I listeners kinda... don't want to be bag of chips girls either. <laughs> okay. So, so anyway, I found some clear glass plates at Ikea that I ended up using and I found some really cute flatware at you would not believe it at walmart and it's metal and the handles were black plastic but really cute and super cheap and i thought if people lose it in the grass uh you know the guy who cuts our hay is going to be mad at me but otherwise yes he will oh my goodness oh yeah Yeah, that would be (laughs) (laughs) well let's get let's get back on here and let's talk about what do you serve at let's let's not say we're getting it catered okay what are some great <laughs> ideas for a party? And I'm not bad for chips. You I'm going to start chips, out but not just chips. with two things. Okay. Well, um, here's I, not, I like a signature drink. I think that's well, all. We were talking about food, though. Okay. Oh. We have to stay on track. Okay. Uh. So let's talk about what are you going to serve as like, let's talk about food first. I have two things I want to say. First of all, if mm-hmm. somebody offers to make something, this is ex- repeat after me. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you know, yes. some people will go, thank you. no, blah, 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 blah. Thank you. Um, really? And, Do people and, turn that down? They yes, don't hear. No, yes, it's kind of just yes, part of the deal. You, yes. You offer to bring something. Yes. Well, and if somebody offers to bring something, you say, yes, thank you. And then you could say, you know, I need blah, 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 blah. Or what would you like to bring? And the second thing is if somebody at your party offers to help you again, say, yes, thank you. 
Mm-hmm. Because well, you know, when I did this party, I was another, again such a goofball because I was hanging this bunting that I had made. Of course, it was all over my blog so that I, I had made bunting <laughs> on the back porch, and I'm on a ladder, but I'm rushing. I'm doing all this stuff. We've got it's so such a big. There's just stuff everywhere, and I set the ladder up. I did not quite get it set up all the way. Uh, and I uh, fell off the ladder. The ladder oh. was not sturdy. And so it went flying. I went flying, oh, twisted no. my ankle. <gasps> so here's the deal. I was walking around during the party. I really shouldn't have been. But Ouch. I, by the time the party was over, my foot was so swollen. Oh, my. I really couldn't do the dishes. Mm-hmm. So and you, so some oh. people did end up helping and was so nice. And, and they would like say, to help. I didn't to use paper plates. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> but here's what I'm going to say about the food. If you serve, you know, whatever you serve, make it easy. Um, because, you know, you want to enjoy the party too. Right. True. And I used to make such big elaborate meals. Well, that's when I was 30 and had a lot of energy. Um, but you know, now you're 32 and yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but I, I like to make it easy and I'm really big into prepping ahead. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, definitely. And here's I mean, the thing. People just, don't want to see you running around, right. you know, stirring things and That's pouring exactly things. That's exactly right. And they want, because then that makes them a little anxious because there'll does. be, well, there'll be the people that'll just turn mm-hmm. around and have another chat with someone else, but there'll be the people that really want to help and they don't know what they can do. And we're like, have it all done. Have it room temp food. You can even yeah, do lovely right. meats yes. that can be room mm-hmm. temp. You know, uh, I know. William Sonoma has those kinds of meats that you can buy from them, or you could probably get them from your butcher where, you know, they can just be as they are. They don't have to be piping hot. And if you're going to do any sort of dairy-based dips and things like that, and you're going to, they're going to sit out for a while, my suggestion is a bigger bowl with ice and then a right, smaller bowl exactly. with a dip in it. So oh, have dips, idea. have crudite, have tapenade, some hors d'oeuvres that can just be out in the air for a while that you don't have to worry about having them be a certain temp. I think that's a really great way to do a party. And here's a nice thing. Have maybe five menus that you have down that are so easy to make. And, And we have a fabulous barbecue place just up the road. And I have been known to order five pounds of beef brisket. Yeah. You know, oh and, yeah, that's a great idea. And just have it it's, it's delicious. It would take me days to make it. I don't even do that anymore. I just go up the road and get it. And then my very best potato salad in the whole world, which it actually, is uh Nanny's potato my potato salad is the very best. Yeah, no it is. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I can get I've made it. one it, called Ooh, Philadelphia style in the deli that's sort of like it. So if I'm running a little bit behind, I spruce it up a little bit mm. and put it out. Nobody knows. People want to come and, you know, eat good food. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to give them mediocre food. You want to make sure that you have like five menus that are wonderful and so easy to make mm-hmm. and you know have people fill that in because you want to enjoy your party right don't right. try something new the day you're having a big party no. <laughs> the other thing is a lot of the party foods the appetizer type foods are so much more time consuming than things that you make that are in one oh. big dish oh, or yes. Anita, you yes. are so right <laughs> so that's something that i really learned a long time ago is to avoid all of that stuff mm-hmm. and then if it's and then everything that can be made the day before i i make everything that is the day before that i can well here's my rule if i'm cooking the dinner i buy the hors d'oeuvres 
And I mean, usually it's a charcuterie board, a, a nuts. And then I have, I actually have a couple uh, posts about this. I'll put it on like uh, olives, Mar- Marcon, Marconum. Um, oh, they, Marconium. Uh, yeah. yeah um, almonds. Those are yes, fabulous. Delish. And then like some little cheeses. And that's what I put out. Oh, yeah. See, my favorite is a is is brie with some jam on it. There you go. Fruit yeah. on the mm-hmm. tray. And it's so easy, so elegant looking. But I have so many little tricks like that. We used to have parties all the time. So many <laughs> things that look like they're so much work, but they yes. really aren't. And charcuterie boards are so big right now and they're so right. easy to put together. They can get a little pricey. Um, so just fill that in with fruit. And I'm going to give you a really fun tip go vertical. I have a tiered silver tray and I'm thinking, what am I going to do with this? And it's pretty big, the tiers. Well, we needed, I was going to put out an hors d'oeuvre at a party and I didn't, I ran out of space and I had a little bit of space on this one small table. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to put everything on that three tier tray. There you go. And And it looks so pretty and elegant that way. I'm going to put that also on the show notes. It was a hit. It's a wow. It was so easy to do. Yeah. I think so, that's all great ideas. And all right. Now let's get to libations. Okay. Mm. I had one more food idea. Now oh, you got okay. Me of course. <laughs> of course. Hey, and I'm I hungry. What is it? You know those platters that you can go- get at your sort of your local, you know, toilet paper, paper towel kind of supermarket, you know, they don't look that great, but they're pretty yes, reasonable. Yes, exactly. And it could be, you know, cutting cheeses and meats and that could be cheeses, mm-hmm. could be some salami, something like that. It mm-hmm. usually comes on something sort of tacky with a big Veggies plastic cover. Even, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Take the tacky cover off, put it on a pretty platter or break it up into three different platters and maybe add in some grapes or something like that. It'll look so abundant. Oh, good idea. And, you know, maybe you want to trim the ends of the celery or something, you know, just <laughs> Give them a little freshening up, but that's a really reasonable way to go. And you've got the stuff that's all sliced and, and chopped and cut and right whatnot. Idea. And then so you could smart. do little bowls of, of dip, you know, if people like the ranch or uh, some sort of feta dip or something like that. That's a really nice thing to do. And it really doesn't cost you too much money. Another okay. thing that I would definitely, well, obviously buy, most people don't make their own bread, but don't just get any bread. I have this fabulous bakery near me and they have European style sourdough bread with this thick, dark crust. Like the artisanal bread. Mm -hmm. It's as good as anything that I bought in France or Italy. So if you can find some place that has fabulous bread, that covers a multitude of sins. I'm just going to say that. It does. Some fabulous (laughs) bread. They're going to be, your guests are going to be so enthralled by that. that With a little really, cheese. Right. You're going or to start a tapenade. Right. Or tapenade, some sort of cheeses or maybe an olive, uh, mm. maybe maybe also an olive oil dip with some garlic and basil in there, and which is just fabulous. It's Yummy. Just, it's, it's wonderful. Mm. Okay. I'm, I'm really hungry. <laughs> it's lunchtime here. So I am. All right. Let's talk about libations drinks. Again, I don't think you have to, you don't have to have a full bar, you know, unless that's your thing. I think you can have something really simple. It can either be a beer or wine, or I, as I mentioned earlier, I like to do a signature drink. Again, it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to involve Mm -hmm. a blender or a dedicated bartender. So your signature drink is for you or is it for the event? It's for everybody. 
No, 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 no. no, I, no, just, no. I just need to drink every day. <laughs> is it the same drink that you serve every party or are you no, no, I specifically would, No, I would party? switch it up. I would just find something, you know, find a little, you can be your own mixologist. Just come up with something that you like, even if it's Prosecco like a, with yeah. a little something, you know, a little cranberry poured in with maybe some. Or pureed strawberries yeah, with Prosecco. Something, you know, something fun. simple. Mm, just that to, it's really good. fun to have on a tray mm-hmm. when people come in and some people that's, you know, they, they're not going to like it and they can just pass on. And other people, I think it's very memorable when you do that. Uh, people, you know, they get excited about it. Again, it sort of can keep with your theme. So if it's, you could make it a color of your theme or name it something that goes along with your theme. And again, make it simple. Don't do a blended margarita with, you know, Himalayan pink salt. And so you're over in the corner. Oh, you mm-hmm. want another one? <laughs> right. Just yeah. Self-serve. Better hire a bartender. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hire best. a bartender and, and, and make a cute bartender. And- oh, just have a tray of them. Maybe you even, you know, and maybe when they're gone, they're gone. You know, you do mm-hmm. um, maybe a round of 20 of them, something for the guests when they're first arriving. And then if someone really likes it, they want to continue with that cocktail. Uh, you could make a few more in the kitchen or something like that. Just it's a little nod to the theme. And I think it's kind of fun. That's a good idea. Also keep, um, if you're going to do drinks, put them either in a big tub of ice or yes. like your beer, your wine, and serve non-alcoholic beverages as, as well. I usually take a big decanter and fill it with ice and water. And um, I usually put like lemons or I'll put cucumbers or 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 um, like uh, watermelon wedges in it. Um, and then people can serve themselves. That's really a good thing to do. Excellent also, point. The yeah. serving of the self. Because mm-hmm. people don't, and some also, people won't ask and other people will ask too much. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. But <laughs> so also if they ha- can find it. Have tons and tons and tons of ice. Yeah. Because you need more ice than you think. And you don't want to run out. And I like serving drinks in ball jars. Make sure you have some fun straws. Oh, oh yeah, I love it's always well, fun. I to like have the a paper straw. ones that are striped. I yes, love I do too. I, I love those too. too, and I bought so many of them. And I tried, <laughs> you know, even with my kids, and they don't like them because they squish. They you know? do, but oh, they're, that's they're okay. So they look pretty. really good. <laughs> So well, no, they look good, but now I'm hearing that the plastic straws are a problem on beaches and things. Oh, I'm oh, sure they are. Okay. Well, you know, I'm they sure don't they biodegrade, are. so the paper so is So if you much, go to a beach, don't take much more your green. plastic straws. Yeah, don't have your straw. Right. Um, and here's what I'm going to – let's talk about dessert because we're running out of time, so we'll just – we'll stop with dessert. Um, here's what I do. My rule of thumb is if somebody wants to make it, I pawn that off on them. That's a I good don't, one. I'm not a big dessert maker anyway. I do make it – or I do something like an ice cream bar, which is really, really fun. And you could set up all the mixings ahead of time on a big tray. Oh, or I, I love buy- making desserts. Yeah. So. Or I buy something really decadent. Mm. Th- those are my tips. You like making dessert, Anita? I do. That's my favorite thing to make. You know, anything with a rolling pin and I'm there. I don't oh, even like okay. to eat pies. <laughs> I don't even like eating them. But Aww. I would call. But uh, but I love making them. I just love rolling out the crust, and I love creating kind of a s- signature dessert, like you were saying. I love oh, creating really cool. something very unique. Mm-hmm. So I I like playing around with that. But oh, but if you're doing a big fun. party, just keep in mind. I mean, you're right. You have limited time. Yeah. And so that might not be when I choose to go all crazy because I am very 
like you said, very aware of, I only have so much time. I've got to get everything done. I've got to get the most bang for my buck. So I can't spend 80% of my time crafting a fancy dessert. Yes, right. And you want to enjoy your own party. Another, just a little very practical note is make it very clear where the bathroom is, you know, and what bathroom you can use and Mm -hmm. a trash can and maybe get those Mm -hmm. little paper uh, bathroom towels, you know, the longer ones that you just have in there Uh and maybe keep a little light on in there or a little candle burning if you feel comfortable with that, just so people can see where it is and they don't, everybody, so everyone can feel comfortable and at home and and you can also relax that, that you're not you know, sort of the tour guide you know, oh, and, you're, and the chef. <laughs> I've, got, I, I've just got a couple quickie. Uh, think about your lighting. Yeah. Think about music. Make sure you have some great music out there because mm-hmm. that always sets idea. the mood. And what we do is we love to have some kind of a game like bocce, croquet, badminton, dominoes, hanabi, something that's fun that goes along with with our out with what mm-hmm. we're doing outdoors with the party. And here's going to be the tip of the day. Ding 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 ding. She's <laughs> pro- proclaiming uh, a tip of yeah, the day. Right. Well, so this I, better be good. Tips. I hire someone for every party I have. A bouncer? <laughs> someone I've somebody like a young girl uh-huh. who I've I'm training. Yeah. And I'm, you know, teaching her how to do things and I pay her. I mean, you know, she makes some money. She gets to learn how to do these fun things. And, or, and I have a friend that I also, who also helps me, or if I'm having, even, even if I'm having like a big lunch in my home with a bunch of my girlfriends, I always either ask my mom or another girlfriend, would you co-host this with me? That's smart. And it makes such a difference. And whenever I have something like over 20 people, I hire somebody to help. So you hire somebody who is a future non-bag of chips girl to come and she (laughs) makes some cash and she learns how to do all the fabulous things you do. Yes. And I also have a friend who I hire. where do you find these people? This is really (laughs) exactly. Like a a high school girl. Yeah. You know, who's, who's a real sort of loves you know, go getter is a real sweet yeah. girl. Yeah, it's amazing. If you find a good one, you keep her <laughs> and you pay her well. Mm-hmm. And I well, also have a friend that- um, I gave birth to one, but that. she doesn't have any interest. I in gave that. birth to one too, but now they're all gone. <laughs> yeah, back in the day, my mother-in-law always hired somebody to clean up the dishes. So yep. but she had a lot of parties and she was, you know, her husband, my uh, father-in-law was the dean of a seminary. So they had, and then a pastor of a church later. So they had a lot of events at their house. So I think that is something to think about is to don't be afraid to ask for help or hire somebody. Yep. Now your three Mm -hmm. things is somebody says they're going to, may I bring something? You say, yes, thank you. If somebody said, may I help you? You say, yes, thank you. And if I'm having a big party, like at Thanksgiving, I write on cards what I need done and I can just hand out cards. Oh, great idea. I do. I mean, that's just family. I don't know that I do that with my friends, but you know, you can always have that in your mind and then really pay somebody like for four hours to come and help you. It'll make, it'll, it'll just make your life so much easier. Wow. Okay. Good things to consider. I would not have thought about that, but that makes perfect sense. And it's, you know, but if you use paper plates, you probably don't need to hire them. Well, you need to, I need to hire them to bring, if it's a big enough party for it to bring out more food and to empty the trash cans, make sure the bathroom's okay, you know, that kind of thing. Well, here's to 
not being bags of chips girls and yes. really enjoying <laughs> what we do and what we love doing. And I'm excited to have a party now. I feel like, wow, could I get one together really quick? Um, How are your daughters? Yes. Hire my daughters. I don't know. And tell us the help. name of your book again. Oh, the name of my book is My Soulful Home, A Year in Flowers. And you can learn all about it on the wonderful Stone Gable blog and Cedar Hill Farmhouse and my own blog uh, in about uh, who's counting, but I think about, uh, you know, Couple 12 weeks. days. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll like be that. out. And please go vote for Anita and her beautiful rug designs because the world really needs those rugs. So pop onto <laughs> Annie Silky's um, Instagram account and scroll down to the first three that are posted. It's very clear. For last three. Last the, last yeah, three. the last three. The last three that are posted. Um, so scroll down until you see where it starts with the rugs. And those are Anita's and they're gorgeous. And it will be um, indicated that they're designed by Cedar Hill Farmhouse. So best of luck to Anita and everybody in the rug uh, competition. And thank you so much for listening today. We want to remind you that we are here to help you create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey there. If you're loving our podcast like we're loving our podcast, we would love you to rate and review us. Head to iTunes to do that. It's easy and it would mean so much to us. And if you do rate and review us, we're going to enter you to win a fantastic giveaway. The details for the giveaway are in the show notes for this episode. And you can find the show notes at decoratingtipsandtricks.com.